That's right, we didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carosa, and with me, as always, is my co-host... Hey, it's your boy, Chris Mejia. And this week, we have a very fun episode. Oh, you know her from the Sad Girl Energy podcast, and she's a beloved guest making her uh, way back onto the podcast this week. It's Bria Hebert. Hello, Bria. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Okay, wait, I have a question about your theme song, though. Who's singing in it? Me. (gasps) Really? It's all me. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. Were you about to say what... something mean about it and then you were like, no, wait, <laughs> no. it's so good. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's genuinely... the best. It's the best I've heard. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I genuinely was like, whose voice is that? It's really nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's me. And I don't think I've, yeah, I've never heard it like previously because usually I don't hear that while we're recording. Oh, that's right. We started nice. doing that on, like, we, we pick and chose what we would do it. I don't think we played it on the episodes you were on, but yeah, no, that's the theme song and I'm stoked with it. I'm proud of it. But you know what I'm even prouder of is having a wonderful guest back at once again, dearest Bria Hebert, tell people where they can find you and what you want to turn their attention to Bria. Take it away. Oh God. So much pressure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uncle Bria and Twitter is at uncle Burra and TikTok <laughs> is at uncle Bria. I hate plugging my social media. Every time I have to do it, I'm like, I should just change it to my name, but I refuse. Um, and I have a podcast yeah, called sad girl energy. Check it out. I teach you how to do sad girl shit, which is basically just like hot girl shit, but you do it while crying. So, uh-huh. and you know what, As, just in case, if, uh, the listeners who are listening to this episode have not listened to the first time we had you on where unit, where you explained what sad girl shit is, what are some yeah. examples of some sad girl shit? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so like drinking iced coffee all year round because <laughs> sad girl shit. <laughs> Yeah, because you refuse to acknowledge the changing seasons. Um, that's definitely some sad girl shit. Sad girl my shit. Favorite, yeah, my favorite example is um, if you're, like, dating someone and you ask them for their um, birthday, their ba- birth time, and where they were born mm-hmm. so that you can do their astrological chart and compare <laughs> if you're compatible. I think that's some peak sad girl energy. Um, <laughs> digestive digestive issues, that's sad girl energy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All sad girls have complicated <laughs> relationships mm-hmm. with their digestive stomach. issues. Yep. It's lumped yep. in with sad girl. I've been a sad girl since birth. Let me tell you. <laughs> yes, all hot girls and all sad girls have are at war with their stomach. It's just wow. part of your DNA. So yeah, my personal examples. theory mm-hmm. is that whether you believe in some sort of higher deity, like a like a god or some sort of holy figure, uh-huh. or you mm-hmm. believe that the universe is like kind of this omniscient being. That's not how you say the word. No, it isn't. Omniscient. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, no matter what you believe in, I feel like if, if something like that existed, they purposely do that to hot people because they're like, we got to keep you on some sort of level yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah. you need to be humbled sometimes even mm. when you're hot yeah for sure even that's when why, you're hot <laughs> that's why your boy not not to get filthy has pooped his pants a number of times as an adult nice, nice. a number of times as an adult chris i am i am very ashamed to say how many times no, you have to. There's no oh, way. Oh, I we're... just like to me that wasn't a big deal when you said a number of times. I was like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> what? So yeah, I'm good. what? I, okay. 
I don't it's, think anyone's ever only shot themselves once. Like it's either yeah. like a couple times or not. Oh my god! It's it's wow. definitely it's definitely <laughs> it's higher than you think. I uh, think it's shocking it's, that of the three of us, I'm the one that's I'm I'm the one that hasn't. <laughs> Right or oh, Bri, I haven't you haven't? Either, okay, but it I sounds just, like you were I speaking just... from experience. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I thought the same sorry, thing. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. You're just supportive. Thank yeah. you. I'm a fake ally to you. <laughs> um, you know what? I felt supported, and I appreciate. Okay, that. okay. Yeah, no, I've just had similar experience. Like I've had like the woman equivalent on stage. Like, have you ever shared? Oh, that's too far of a question. I shouldn't ask you that. No, 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 no. no. Oh, listen, I, I mean. <laughs> Our, Welcome our to We Didn't Get a Rose, where we cover <laughs> The Bachelor on ABC, a typically very family-oriented uh, network, uh, loving God, and they love, uh, oh, they, they're okay. such prudes sarcastic. about everything, okay. and then here we go, <laughs> we're going to talk about shit, and Chris, uh, how's your beard doing? Smelly? Uh, you're still upset about I'm that. I'm still uh, upset about it. <laughs> I, I was going to say, to go back to birth charts, though, um, <laughs> I am not saying everyone who asks somebody for their birth chart when they start dating them i'm not implying that every person who does that is toxic but every woman i've dated who has asked me for my birth chart has hurt me so i i don't want to say there's correlation but that has been the first thing where i'm like okay i'm gonna man it's easy to be hurt when you're vulnerable man don't you don't want to yeah well i think i guess what i can say about that is like i do it as my small defense mechanism during Mm. dating Uh so like I can relate to that being hurt dating totally relate to that, uh-huh. unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so like for me, there's like small things you can do as a woman. And I'm sure this applies to men too, to like get red flags. And so mm-hmm. that is one of mine. It gives me a false sense of security. Like if I read mm. a guy's birth chart and it immediately isn't like run for your life, then I'm like, okay, maybe we can okay. try this, you know? Right. So, right. I do understand what you're saying. It could be because those people <laughs> have been also hurt. I think what it comes down to is we're all hurt. Oh, well, yeah. Look, hurt people hurt people. That's, I, that's yeah. I'm just going to say like this. As a, as a very sweet Taurus, which we all know is the universal donor of blood types uh, of the astrological world, I have no problem with this because uh, we're great. Uh, we are amazing. Am I doing the right thing? Isn't Taurus supposed to be the super confident and uh, annoying one? First of all, oh. I'm a Taurus moon, so shout out to Taurus. Shout Second out. Second of all, <laughs> I don't know what my, my other son stuff is. is. My son is a Cancer, so I don't know if it's maybe I'm being hurt by people or I'm just being extra sensitive because I'm Cancer Gang. Uh, that's yeah. it. I just have two things. I missed all of that. I'm an Aries. Just <laughs> wondering. I'm an Aries. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but congratulations. It's fiery. Okay, hold up a sec. There is something going on with my headphones. I got to figure this oh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah, no worries. I mean, like, this is this is fun, <laughs> obviously, but we are a little off topic, so. You know what? It's, 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 we're off, we're off season, so we're off topic. That's, yes, that's what we're doing. true. Okay, I like that. I feel less bad. But, uh, well, okay. you know what? I can, I can, I can plug in as host while Mike figures this out. Uh, I'm a, I'm a professional too, but we <laughs> wanted, we wanted to have you back on obviously. Cause one, you're an amazing guest. And two, because oh, this you. is, this was your first time watching any sort of, uh, bachelor or bachelorette, like a part of that franchise world. This was your first time. So we really wanted to get yes. you back on to 
really like check in and see what was your experience like? How did you think of it? So right off the bat, I mean, we've had you on before and we've gotten your thoughts during midseason and all mm-hmm. that. But now that the season is wrapped up, you've seen mm-hmm. how it's played out. And well, and like it's an important to caveat. This is a a unique season because obviously COVID changes things up. You didn't get to see mm-hmm. the travel aspect that the show normally yeah. has. And then also just with everything about with the racism with with Rachel and all that, with the whole host debacle like that. Mm-hmm. That uh, as as fucked up as the show is, that's not a you know a lot of the scandals weren't regularly. So it it. it but that being said, with all of that, what was now that the season's done, what was your takeaway? How did you feel about the whole thing? Okay, so I have so many complicated feelings because I did enjoy it so much. Like it was one of the one things I watched during the week where my mind just shut off and yes. I forgot that there was a pandemic. Even though like they were stuck in the same location the entire time, I still somehow kind of forgot about the pandemic and I just was mm-hmm. tuning into this crazy show that is so unrealistic and just kind of embracing it Hmm. but obviously like as a white woman watching it it's easy to say that when like the season has been so problematic with other Mm -hmm. things but I guess I didn't think that I would get roped into it like in terms of the drama Mm -hmm. I was very much like we all think before jumping yeah exactly (laughs) I think that is like the common thing you're like oh I I don't I wasn't like so obsessed with the idea of watching. It was mainly because my mom and my sister were. So I was like, I might as well watch with them. Um, So I didn't think that I would get so invested and I didn't think I would care so much. And (laughs) I didn't think I would have such strong opinions, but Uh I think that that is literally like the magic of this show for better or for worse, how they can rope you in and get you invested in it. It's kind of unlike any other reality TV I've seen in that sense i'll say it catches oh go ahead mike i'll say jumping in from a long hiatus like i watched the early seasons with my with my mom and my aunts when they were over back way back in the day and then when i moved to toronto in 2017 i was just like starved for a group of comedy friends and they were like you know joe vu and courtney gilmore and claire belford and the handful of other comics they were all like we want to start watching The Bachelor together. And so we'd like all get together every week and go watch The Bachelor. Uh, And some of us were already into it. And some of us, like me, were just like, hey, an excuse to hang out, eat pizza with friends and and yell at a TV together. That sounds like a fun time. And I thought I was going to be like out because I'm... I'm a competition-based reality guy. Some, But the... I I mean, this is a competition. No, wait, wait. I'm a... But when it comes to dating shows, let me finish. Uh, I'm a competition for dating shows. The only competition that I don't that I do watch is Hell's Kitchen. But otherwise, I'm like, there's a competition for Are You the One? They got to figure out like a puzzle element. There's a competition right. for um, my God. I'm just like missing out on all these other ones. But uh, I watch a ton of these other reality shows. And I'm like, okay, there's a competitive element. Uh, and their pairs, like Beauty and the Geek was one that I watched, but it's not like a dating thing as much as they end up trying to turn it into it. Um, all that to say, I didn't think I was going to get roped into this because I was like, this is like the same format from years ago. I was there every week. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, uh, we ended up doing events. We did the finale at uh, um, Bureaucracy. What was the... What was the name of that place before it shut down? Poor Boys. Oh, yeah. And uh, we did a couple of the finales there. And uh, 
I didn't think I'd get roped in either. So you're not alone. That's definitely mm-hmm. part of the experience is being like, they'll never get me. Mm-hmm. Come on. And then here we are. I, when I first started watching, it was because I started a new job. And the women in my office, they did the brackets where they were yeah. for they did, did the brackets for too. the bachelorette. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so, like, I was like, you know what? I'm new. I want to make friends. And these seem like the popular people of the office. Oh, yeah. So I'll do this bracket. But this show's fucking bullshit. I'm not going to, I'm not really going to watch it. Mm-mm-mm. And then they were like, well, you can watch the first episode. And then, then you can make your bracket. So we did that. And while watching it, I was like ha- having fun making fun of it. But just like you were, I'm like, this is, bull- yeah. this is so bullshit. This is so clearly manipulated and wrong and giving like these false ideas. I of, love the like, first impressions being closer be. to like American Idol auditions where some train wrecks show up. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. And it was just like, this is so trash. I like, I was like, I can't understand why people will watch this and think it's okay. And this, this, and that. <laughs> and then. I like I made my bracket and I was like, well, I spent money on this. I might as well see uh-huh. how my bracket does. And I also thought, you know what? Maybe I can tweet about it and I have some tweets blow up right. or whatever. And some people want, love this stuff online. The whole community's out there. Shout out to all our listeners. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> so then, but then, uh, like episode or two later, I was like, all right, like I'm having fun watching this in the sense of making fun of it, but this is still trash. This is still garbage. And then a couple episodes later, I was like, I mean, I could see why people like it, but you know, this is still, I'm, I'm above this. Like this is beneath me. And then like halfway through the season, I was just like, she, what? he's not going to get a rose. He's fucking perfect. He's perfect for it. How the fuck does he not get a rose? They, the chemistry they have together is so, oh, oh, but this toxic piece of shit gets a rose. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in too deep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you, in too you've deep. Been oh, deep. they got you've me. You've been deep. You don't even notice. Yeah. It's like quicksand, which yeah, it I don't just, think it I, I don't think is real anymore. I don't think is <laughs> I don't think quicksand is real anymore. But I no. never seen evidence. That <laughs> Me neither. It, so. Me neither. Living in a city my entire life, never seen quicksand once. Okay, Probably your move, there. nature. Your move. <laughs> <laughs> I I also think. I think it's pretty universal. It's funny. One thing I've like everyone I know who is super into the show too. Uh-huh. We all have the same attitude of we know this is bad. Right. We we know not we, even just on a moral sense or a quality sense, but we, we know that like us watching is adding to the problem. And we know that like we don't we know we don't like it. Like we know we don't like what's happening on the show, but we're just like, Yes, I'm gonna watch the next season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel this. I feel literally the exact same way. Yeah, I guess I should have known that. I think, especially in the pandemic, like this is the time where you should just embrace reality TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, if you, if that's your one. Uh, that's how I've done it for thing. sure. Yeah, like if that's your one thing that makes you happy, like there are so many worse things you could have. But I do agree. I feel, especially this season, guilty every time I like tuned in. Right. And yes. I was like, I'm watching this show that's like platforming and mm-hmm. humanizing this girl who has had racist allegations against her. Cause I think that's what it is, right? Like mm-hmm. it is humanizing her. Cause when you see someone fall in love and you see the emotions that they have and the journey mm-hmm. they go on, 
you start feeling more connected to that person. Maybe you have had similar experiences, whatever it is. Like, mm. you, like, you know, seeing someone get their heart broken, it kind of makes you feel bad for them. Right, which you're makes you, Yeah, you're empathizing. That's the word I'm looking for, empathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess once I found that out or once that sort of started coming out, um, it made it even more conflicting to enjoy. But then also I wanted to see how they dealt with it. Like I wanted to see what the repercussions were or like what the reaction was. And that was the same thing with the Chris Harrison thing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see how they dealt with it in hopes that it would be, you know, they would deal with it in the right way. Right. Right. And, uh, pretty uh, disappointing and, and you know what uh, i would say too like i know like with the race thing it adds a level of guilt of watching but I, i'm gonna be honest with you if you would have started watching any other season there would be some sort of scandal with one of the contestants yeah that makes like for example on the bachelorette this past season when it was claire and then it switched to taisha because claire Yo, yeah. saw dale and was like that's it to wrap the show up yeah uh, one mm. of the contestants easy who Mm. at the beginning of the season loved him he was former former football player very charismatic super likable awesome guy cool funny right and then halfway through the season it comes out he has assault allegations Mm. and it was just like a big battle just like just like what you said like humanizing someone who like yes we don't know the situation but it's also like it's very important to believe you know, victims and people who are coming out with stuff like this. And yeah. it's just like, fuck, like, I don't know the situation, but at the same time, I don't, I'm not going to write off these allegations because I like this guy. Yeah. Like, and it was just hard to watch where it was like, every time he's on screen, it's just like, I no, no, bro. I can't, I mean, I don't see you the same anymore. The thing like, with I easy can't. is that he was there for such a short period afterwards that it didn't mm-hmm. feel like it mattered as much. Cause like True. he was, I don't know if they edited him down or anything, but Claire I wasn't. I think they did. But Claire wasn't interested in, in him at all anyway, and he wasn't making a big stink about Dale. He was just kind of enjoying the time being at this resort and That's whatever. True. And then when Tasha came along, she was like, yeah, you know, we're not clicking. And that was pretty mm-hmm. immediate. And they had that one date that was like that haunted house date that was just like, Haha, we're goofy pals, right? And she's like, yeah, exactly, friends. And he's like, oh, oh, no. And then he went home, and that was it. So... Um, they did give him that date though. You know what I mean? Like there, he was right. on screen and that was tougher to watch to be like, if you're like, oh, fuck, this is, you know, this is a guy who has these allegations brought, brought to him. And then, you know, um, and I haven't even looked into that since, which is, I don't think there was really a lot re- released. It was, it was kept pretty like. I think even even the part even the victim themselves didn't really re- release a lot because they because you know how society is you sure, come out but, and try to yeah. be like hey this person did this and mm. they always unfortunately we attacked the wrong person. I might um, be misremembering it, but I think it was like not the person who it happened to came forward. Oh, okay. And then Someone they came oh. forward and there was some sort of like recanting in that like I said that this happened, but you said that this happened. You know, like I I. I, th- I might see. be misremembering, but um, either way. Anyway, the, yeah, the whole point, point is, is just like there's, drama. there's usually every season there's someone who's so problematic that like they do get humanized through this show. Or mm-hmm. even if they don't, 
they become successful and popular and right. become can the become show an does springboard them because of this show. Like even before then, there was Luke P, who was this piece crazy religious nut, garbage, who was just sex shaming Hannah B and being a piece of shit. His whole and intro like, was him in the, being like, "Well, I was taking a shower and Jesus talked to me and said, you got to stop, you got to stop fucking around.' You got to stop." No, no, no. His words, his words were. I, God came to me in the shower and I realized I needed to stop chasing sex and start living a pure life. And it was like, there first of go. all, no one says chasing sex. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And so he's a pastor. That would be pastor. my red flag. I would be like, I'm going to send you home on the spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your time. Hannah B. did not feel the same way and also took him a long time. And then also Jed having a girlfriend prior to being on the show. And mm-hmm. so there's like, it's just drama to begin with, right? You're, yeah. it's, it gets messy because you're dealing with real people and sometimes real people suck. But I think that with the year we've had on top of the issues that were brought up, um, it was definitely like a lot of outside influence seeping into the show itself versus normally it's like, oh, we're watching the show. And then something comes up and they're gone or like, you know, so right. It, it's it's like separated from real life. Yeah. yeah. It's usually separated from real life. Um, the thing is, so, you know, and this is a complicated thing, you know, mm. someone having a girlfriend while being on the show, that's obviously not right. Right. But I think there is a difference between like that and putting someone in a position to be with like someone that has like potentially been abusive. Right. right. Like, mm-hmm. It's Definitely. different levels and yeah, the girlfriend thing is a shrug, of, and then the other one yeah. is oh, we should have done a better job at uh, right. screening. Yeah, it makes me like concerned for the safety of the contestants, which I know mm-hmm. I don't know maybe that no, it doesn't sound dramatic. It's real. It's like a real mm-hmm. problem, and it's a real thing that like as a woman or you know for lots of people is a concern when dating. So that kind right. of worries me to hear that. Yeah. I hope that they're not doing stuff like that to like add drama to the no, season God, I hope not. and no, i hope no, no. i hope that it's just like genuinely a poor job of researching mm-hmm, but right. even if it is a poor job of researching then like maybe they should improve those research skills right because it's 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 hard to believe that no one in this day and age no one at abc is like let's let's do a quick background check uh yeah and and like at the same time, even because there's there's just been so many times where there's been someone who like they get announced to be on the show. And then as they're announced, people are like, I know this dude. Yeah. And this dude has done some fucked up shit. Okay. And it's like, ABC, how did you not know about? And like a part of me is wondering if they only keep them on because ABC is going about it with the fucked up standpoint of like, well, maybe just no one will hear about it. And it's like, how do you? <laughs> Do you not yeah. pay attention? Like things will come to light. Things come eventually. Up. Things come up. Everyone is a private investigator these days. Yes. <laughs> like yes. we literally all can find out mm. so much about each other so quickly. Right. It's like <laughs> messed up, right? So like I could do a better job than ABC, just like with mm. my personal computer. <laughs> you know what I mean? And especially when it comes to this is actually one thing I've always, because men don't do this, uh, and but also I feel like it's in terms of like risky, like 
backgrounds, like it's way, 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 way less likely that a like woman will have a problematic uh, pass in the same way that a man right, would. Right, right. Um, so that could be it. But uh, I've always like thought like how like women before they even go on a first date with a dude already know like have looked up all of this stuff and it's sad that they that has to happen because it's like well i need to make sure this guy's not going to kill me mm-hmm. um, but it's like yeah it's like i when it comes to dating that's such a necessary step to make sure am i going to be safe getting drinks with this guy or getting dinner with this guy or going to the yeah. park with this guy that like that's why whenever people do all of this research on the cast, uh, when it's like the Bachelorette and they announce the guys, like, right. I never think, oh, cancer culture is at it again. It's like, no, right. it's important to make sure yep. that the Bachelorette's not going to end up with a dude who could be a legitimate harm, Please. not only yeah. to her, but to anybody else. Totally. But I've always wondered, like, ABC, do you just not give a fuck? Which yeah. they probably don't. Uh, they, no, no, the ABC. Uh, sometimes it's it's pretty clear to me that uh, ABC must not give a fuck in a lot of mm-hmm. t- like in a lot of the time. ABC, mm-hmm. like, can they possibly be given a fuck? I I don't know. It's just yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, it's, when it's right there, you're like, okay, hey guys, we have the first ever Black Bachelor on our show. We are proud to show the world uh, at the at the height of uh, of the Black Lives Matter resurgence happening in this year. Uh, we yes, we don't worry about it. We got a Black Bachelor. Don't worry about it. And then spend absolutely no time, even just peeking at Rachel's Facebook pictures, that they have to agree to be scrubbed not scrubbed but rather like looked over as you do the application and nobody saw a problem with that to think that nobody saw a problem with these pictures so there's one thing there's one thing of them seeing like they're sorry there's one thing you know they don't see the pictures there's another thing they see them and then they don't see the problem and i think that's Mm -hmm. probably the case and that is i think a point to the larger problem with the franchise Boom. in total. Yes. Because, um, yeah, I feel like even with the Chris Harrison thing, like I think it's, I think they made the right decision. I think, you know, they needed to make yeah. that change, but I also wonder, are they going to structurally change, you know, the production team mm-hmm. or the directors mm-hmm. or like you people hope. around. Yeah. That's what you hope to make sure that it's, a positive and safe and inclusive environment because just changing the host and putting the host in a toxic environment isn't fair to them. And that's not really going to improve anything either. Right. Not at all. Totally. And so here we are. We're looking Mm -hmm. at this season as a bit of a clusterfuck, right? It's not the, it's not the season when when they announced Matt James as the Bachelor, the first Black Bachelor in the series history, I was like, sick, fantastic. Hopefully they do right by him, and they better have hired some consultants, or hopefully Matt can you speak up. And uh, nah, not even a little bit. Isn't that fucking frustrating? Uh, and from what I hear too, every time he's appeared on a podcast or another show, mm-hmm. from what I've heard, his personality, there's apparently a personality. He's goofy. And we did not. 
Exactly. We didn't see that. We didn't see any of that. So they really did him dirty. They did him dirty so bad. At first, I loved that on the show he didn't have a personality because I thought to myself, cool, you're just abs. Cool. All right. That that makes me feel good. That makes me feel good that all you bring to the table is your looks. And then I hear that he has a personality. I'm like, that's not fair. You can't. Yeah. You can't have eight pack abs and be this. Rad dude, that's not. You gotta you pick a lane, bro. Pick a lane. Come on, you can't, man. You can't be, have both. Be a little bit more, please. <laughs> no, that was what I wondered too. You know, I don't feel like they gave him any room to be himself. Right, and it felt you felt it. It's not like it was something yeah. that you couldn't pick up on. It's the moment you get him in an interview. It's like crystal clear it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of nuts considering that like this is supposed to be a show where they've got cameras on you not 24 7 exactly but so many hours out of the day you'd figure that they'd pick up on a couple of things Mm -hmm. they'd pick up on a couple of things that would be like hey we can show them this and it's good for you They're, they're gonna root for you they're going to love seeing you. It's going to be good stuff. It's going to be good TV. You can trust us with you. And instead, they saved some of the personality stuff for the credit sequence. Mm-hmm. And even while those are rolling, I'm kind of like, this goofy guy is uh, is nowhere to be found in the rest of the episodes. And I'm bummed about it because I th- I like what I see when he's being like, a clumsy goof and he's like no i'm not gonna bump into you michelle with the bike and then immediately falls over it's be, you know because he that's great that's so funny my, why don't my we favorite see that is still when he was with maggie and he was like oh i oh, know how to dance. do tiktok dances and he did a tiktok dance and just pitch quietness yeah. and god bless maggie she maggie was being was... supportive even though she knew what the fuck is happening uh-huh. uh and she was still like oh yeah uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. which we've all been there we've all have been we with someone who <laughs> have we i bet in the sense of like you know like we would be like damn do i have such a crush on this person that i'm gonna support them in this thing even though it's whack Oh, that's so painful. Yeah. yeah. I um I don't know that I've been there exactly. I've I've oh. retained some honesty in my support. I don't think I've uh, I've ever uh, bent to that to that degree. You know? Mm-hmm. No, I I mean I know I've I, I know I've definitely like women I've dated where they came to a show of mine and it was a shitty show uh. and the whole time as I'm about to go up I'm like, so they're gonna not talk to me anymore after tonight. yeah yeah and i and i don't blame them uh-huh <laughs> like i would understand and then they still talk to me i'm like damn you know what you must like me okay yeah, yeah, all yeah. right That's that was so my wild. Uh... i could never do that <laughs> oh have someone you date like come to a bad show or have a, them a show. at a show i used to when i was dating a comic i would literally make them leave the room when i went on stage i was like you have to go outside now well, and he was like, I'm not fairness. doing that. I was like, no, you have to go outside. It was well, it was for a while. I would say it was probably like the first like month and a bit. And then at a certain uh-huh. point, I was like, okay, well, I yeah. guess you're here. But I, I yeah, guess I you're here. <laughs> I could Whoa, never invite Hebert. someone to a show. I, oh I remember gosh. this one girlfriend of mine would come to 
not every show I did, but a lot of them. And I was mm-hmm. like, you don't please, you don't have to. And this is so like, we didn't, we weren't seeing each other yet at the time, but she was like, no, I like what you do. And I'm like, okay, that's sick. This is crazy. How am I going to tell her I have a crush on her when she keeps coming to these shows where, um, I have to follow possibly the most embarrassing, uh, acts available on the planet (laughs) at the moment. I remember doing this one show that turned out to not be a stand-up show. Like it was, um, an inner, like a panel show that oh. I thought I was doing stand up on and like to to warm up the audience and then I'd be like, Okay, bye. Uh yeah. and, but I was on the panel and oh. um the panel was a, a topic I was not informed about and it was not a good <laughs> look for the... me and I was like, Oh no, I What was the topic? I don't remember. I remember being quiet too much and being like this is this sucks so much because she was like, I'm looking for something fun to do. And I was like, yeah, well, come come on. You know, I'm doing this show tonight. I don't know what you're up to. And uh, she came to that show and I was like, why would you do this? You know? Yeah, that's my nightmare. But also, I do that's have another my thing. Brilliant. It is. It is my nightmare. I'm so sorry. I just like I can't. But also, I do have this new thing that I think when I start dating again, post pandemic, uh-huh. I am going to make guys listen to my stand up on the first date and listen to their reaction and watch their reaction. Uh-huh. Not because I think it will be a good idea. I think it will be right. absolutely terrible. Terrifying. But I feel yeah, like, awful. Yeah. No, I don't think it will be terrifying. I think it will be terrible as an experience for both uh-huh. of us. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, but I think it should be, I think it would be funny in the sense that I'll know right then, right? I'll know within that moment. <laughs> that's your, that's mm-hmm. your goal. You're like, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you know what? Then you'll find out if they're going to be one of those types of guys who are like, Oh, you know what? I could do stand up. You'd be like, Nope, yeah. Nope, nope, no, 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 bye bye. Bye bye. Mr. Stand up. Just to get their reaction on like the type of things I talk about, if they think it's like gross mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. Cause I don't want to waste time after this, like mm-hmm. getting uh, to know men. Oh. I do not have time for that. At <laughs> Look, all. No, if thank you, you are listening to this right now, Hey, if you are listening to this right now and you are interested in me at all, my album is available everywhere. <laughs> you can listen to Cherubic and find out for yourself if you can get on board with this silly <laughs> dum dum. And if you can't, no, like, get... <laughs> I don't know. Finish, finish, finish. No, no. Finish, if finish you, and if you, it, well, if you can't get past the fact <laughs> that I'm a walking baby, a uh, big old uh, honking dum dum baby, then you're lost. That, I will say, I want to make it clear. If I am dating someone, I'm not like, hey, it's always been. Right. It's always been like, yeah, I do stand up. And they're like, can I come to a show? And I was just, right. and I was like, no, sure. Boy. If I have a good show that's worth your time and money, I will yeah. let you know. That and, I, and they're like, what do you what do you mean if it's worth my time and money? I'm like, because uh, there's shows there's that I do shows because I have it. to. Yeah, and there's yeah, shows yeah. that I do because I want to. Uh-huh. And right now, at this current moment, I am mostly doing shows that I have to because the big night nice shows I already just did. And just your timing is off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't. You got to stagger. They them. always. Yeah. There was like, <laughs> like there's been a couple who they like. Fe- like saw on social media. I posted about a show. Uh-huh. Didn't realize that if since. 
I was posting about that show two hours before, which is no, my way of being no. like, I'm posting about this show so the producer knows that I promoted, but then also I'm posting about it too late so then none of y'all bitches have the time to be able to go to this show. Yeah. Chris, you can't so keep giving that. away the tricks of the trade over here. You got to keep some for us. <laughs> you can't let everybody in on the secrets you ding dong. Keep. Shush, shush, shush. Don't yeah, worry, uh, audience. Oh, no, go ahead. I didn't think that you were one of those sociopaths that invites people to their stand-up. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think yeah. that of you. Bria didn't think okay. that you're me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think it's concerning if, like, I don't know. I guess I just, for me personally, the type of person I am and the type of person that I know I could be with, if I'm, like, on a first date with a guy and he invites me to go see his stand-up, I'm like, you're too confident for me. Like, no, mm, thank you. Wow. I don't want that. Yeah, no. It's just well, in it's also, me too confident for everybody. It's also an element everybody. of, like, you want them to get to know you as you because oftentimes what, uh, like, some people, how they are on stage is completely different than how they are in real life. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're mm-hmm. the exact same person, but, and I think it's also like, for me, I don't, cause there's just so many dudes who are like, I do stand up. Look at me. Come to a show and be wooed. Where it's just Great like, impression. I don't want, I don't want people to think I'm trying to use this to get in your pants. When it's like, no, this is a passion of mine. This is my dream. Mm. I'm chasing after this. I treat this seriously. And my only motivation for people I date to come to a show is more to see me do it and be like, okay, he's not just bullshitting that he mm-hmm. does come. Right. Like, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. a legitimate Okay, thing. I like and that. And then after that, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about you coming to shows. You can honestly only come to one, see that I do well, and then not come again. But yeah. outside of that, yeah. I'd rather, because to me, I'm always like, I'd rather just have complete strangers and I get right. them to like me when they have no reason to like exactly. me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And have no... people I know come and feel like they have to laugh because they know me. Been yeah, that's a really yes. normal and well-adjusted response. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you want somebody like to like you for you uh, on stage. A different. And also I think that like to a degree at a certain point um, – if you are not in comedy, I do think at a certain point, as much as I joke about it, you need to see it to get it. It's like either you get this world mm-hmm. and this thing I'm doing or you don't. And if you don't get it, unfortunately, mm. like this just isn't it's going to work out. Yeah, mm-hmm. this so... whole thing must run its course and goodbye. I, I bid to you a farewell. Adieu. Yeah, adieu. Every, <laughs> every time, because it's funny too, when I explained that of like me personally, I my only motivation for people I know to see me do stand-up is so then they understand how serious this is. Uh-huh. When I, I explained that to a girl I was dating once and she was just like, she's like, why do you care so much about people knowing you're good at it? And I was just like, and I was trying to explain myself and no matter how I explained myself, she took it as I wasn't having self-confidence when it's just like, no, I just need you to, I just need people to understand why i put the amount of effort i put into this right mm-hmm. like this isn't just like a oh this is a fun hobby and i like to go kayaking and that's what i'd like this is like no i'm this is an art i'm trying to this is an art form you know, and it's you know there are careers that spring from this this is uh right. this is a whole life Right. Yeah. And it's like, I need them to understand, like, when I say, oh, I got to fucking go to, I got to go to Wenatchee to do a bar show. Yo, shout out Wenatchee. Bar. 
Actually, we let me not use Wenatchee. Because <laughs> every time I've done shows in Wenatchee, it's actually been a really great time. So let me use a different example. Lacey. I have had to go to Lacey to do some shitty bar show <laughs> that I don't want to do that isn't really paying Uh-oh, that well. Oh, shout out to Lacey like, and Wenatchee. I'm doing it. <laughs> and then people who don't do comedy are like, well, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you do a show that you wouldn't want to do? It's like, first Money. of all... <laughs> This 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 grind or not even grind this path is just a lot of a lot of tearing me down for for small highs for your enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> How, no, okay. I think what you said. Oh, sorry. No, no. Please. I was just going to go back to something, but we can move on to more bachelor related. No, stuff. no, and, and <laughs> I appreciate yeah, that because we do have to do that. Yes, yes, I understand. I know you get it, uh, but we simply must. Uh, of course. But go ahead. You had you had a point you were bringing up. No, I was just going to say that I like I like what you said about just not being you might be a different person on stage. And I think it's almost just like it's a different side of you. Like it's still part mm-hmm. of your personality, but it's just maybe a part of you that they wouldn't necessarily know or understand mm-hmm. unless they saw you in that setting. Exactly. And that's all. It, it, exactly. There is there is a power to somebody seeing you do your thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if it's something that like. This is what I do. I do this. It's mm-hmm. a crazy thing that I get to do. I love right. it very much. I spend most of my time thinking of it. Um, you know, I uh, want more uh, of this to keep happening. I want my life to be, uh, you know, funded by it. I would love to keep being good mm-hmm. at this. There is a huge part of me that is invested in this. Right. Mm-hmm. Now. Back to Bachelor. Speaking of investment. Okay, no wait. We're all invested in this season. (laughs) That's I was I was about to say, like, now. Does this dick joke sound funny to you? You know? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that's how you get paid the big bucks, baby. You got some uh, heaters like that one. Yeah. All right. Um but we do have to get back to talking to the bachelor. Um, Bria, back to the test at hand. Bria, this is, this is the first time you've seen an entire season of The Bachelor. Obviously, that comes with some expectations. That comes with some, uh, like, what did you think was going to happen versus how were your expectations uh, met or not met? What, what would you say? Okay, so I would say that it ended kind of exactly how I thought it was going to end. Interesting. Okay. I didn't I'm a cynic, right? I'm right. not no, of course. a romantic. So Which when I, I went very into much this am. and that's why yeah. we are butting heads right now. Uh-huh. When I went into this, I was like <laughs> he's not going to find his person. So I guess I thought that I went into the season with the idea he's not going to find his person, but I guess I was surprised with the way it played out. I was surprised with who he chose but i do think that part Mm. of the reason rachel ended up at the end was for example because serena p left like i think that oh um, i think that That if serena p stayed um there's like a very strong chance she could have been in the final two or i think yes yes been the winner at the end agreed but as yeah. I saw the season play out, I would also say that I was pretty confident he wasn't going to propose. So I thought that um, if he did end up with someone, they would not be engaged by the end. I agree with you there, for sure. 
I I definitely did not see an engagement actually coming. Um, yeah. Which I'm I'm happy you picked up on. However, like in the past seasons, there have been engagements, and yes, people go through with them, and they 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 oh their fiance and they're all booed up and whatnot, and now. But then those relationships don't tend to last, at least in the seasons I've watched, they have not lasted. And that's mainly because of like some extra uh, drama that happens after the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, right, which was kind of the case this year, too. Exactly. And so it's... I right, guess... And then we... In, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Conti- no, no, no. Continue, continue. It's all good. No, I was just going to say that's what happened with last season with... Cl- cl- can't talk uh claire and dale like uh they split and it was found out that dale was cheating and stuff like that Tasha and zach seem to still be together so that's they do uh, i mean who knows for how long but yeah what religion um, is he into that he might get uh sent packing for i don't know they must have had that conversation already but all i'm saying i really shocked about that about her Go choice. Go ahead, Bria. Well, no, no. I think Zach, after seeing them together on the sh- like at the end when they were doing that dancing, he seemed really in love with her, and I like right. that. I like, I like a, I like a Zach. You know what I mean? I think he's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? I like a Zach. Uh, I, I just, I really like that they, they definitely seemed in love, and you could pick up on that. And I hope they make it the. I hope they go the distance because the last couple, I believe, is uh, Rachel, Rachel uh, Lindsay, and her guy. Mm-hmm. So I remember my mom being disappointed with how Tasha's season ended. Interesting. She, she yeah. wanted the roofer to win. We all did. Let me tell you. Oh, okay. Okay. That was a Ben yeah. was his name. No, Brandon. no, that was a different guy. Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. yeah. We wanted Brandon. My dad got win. very jealous. My dad's like you really like Brandon. <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's like, I've been married to you for 30 years. Like, calm down. <laughs> Papa. She's like, listen, there's going to be a lot of litigation. If I want to leave yeah. you, don't worry. It's, you think I'm going to do paperwork like Bland- for him? Brandon. I don't like paperwork more. So it's, yeah. you're fine. Take it easy. Take it easy. Champ. Take a, take a, a walk around the block to cool down. I respected Matt for not proposing, though, because I think that it became mm-hmm. very clear that he was not ready for marriage. And that's nothing against him. I think mm-hmm. actually being aware of that and being self-aware enough to yeah. know I am not ready for this commitment. I need more time is like mm-hmm. the most respectful thing you can do. Mm-hmm. I don't like the part of the show that pressures people to get engaged when they're not ready, because I think that breaking off an engagement is like so much more traumatic than just ending a relationship. Like obviously both are very sad, but once you make that type of commitment or offer to someone- It's supposed to be secure. Yeah, and if you're not actually sure and you're doing it, then like that's gonna hurt the other person. And maybe, you know, all relationships end for different reasons or in different ways. So maybe it isn't the person who proposes fault, but like Mm. just still the whole setting and the whole kind of act of it is a lot yeah. and it's definitely it something is. that like i feel like this 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 is applicable app 
Applicable. <laughs> applicable. Thank you. This is applicable to both men and women who go on the show where you go on the show and you're just an average person in in your in your hometown. You, you're dating around, but clearly dating's not going as successful if you're going on a show like this. Whether you're going on the show for love or to be an influencer, if you truly were able to find someone serious, you wouldn't be going on this show. Um, and then you go on this show and now you have all of this attention because th- by the time the show airs, mm. you already have people following you. And mm-hmm. I'm sure male or female, you have people sliding into your DMs, yep. trying to shoot their shot. And, you know, you're not doing anything. Very good on this show. And we love you right. so much. And-, and you're trying not to do anything because you're like, I, ca- I can't spoil anything. I'm under contract. Mm-hmm. And then you, if you end up winning... And you get engaged, I I feel like man or woman, that amount of attention that you can get now from other people, it can then that adds a layer to it of like, wait, hold on. So I'm gonna get engaged to someone I've only known for like eight weeks when mm. literally I have all of these options sitting in my Instagram DM. And I think like that whole the like constant potential of potentially someone new being able to come through Mm. that that's why this system doesn't work where it's just like why stay in an engage like it's less enticing to stay in engagement when you know if you were to end it you have options they're literally right there in your dms waiting they are in and i think that shows that like most of the couples aren't like truly meant for each other then because i think i don't know if it's too naive to say but i think if it really was the right fit you wouldn't Mm-hmm. you wouldn't care what else is out there because you know the person you're with is right for you. Right. When you've, I am a firm believer of if you have found your person. Like, when someone, when people are like, oh, you're like the right person, but I'm just not ready mm-hmm. for a relationship. I, in my personal opinion, that means that's not the right person because the right person will make you reevaluate do I want to date around? Do I want to be in a relationship? The right person, whether right means like lifetime, I'm ba- marrying this person for the rest of my life. or Like right doesn't necessarily mean that. Right could mean like this is the right person where in this moment right now in my life, I yeah. no longer want to date other people. I want to focus on this person. The right person will make you want that. And right. if you don't have that feeling, they're not the right person. Mm-hmm. And it's to your point, Bria, where it's just like, if that was truly the right person that they got engaged at the end of the season, they wouldn't give a fuck about all of the DMs. They'll be like, I'll gladly yeah, I curve mean, you or leave you on red because I found my person. When it comes to the DMs and stuff, we don't really have the most info on that, right? We only get mm-hmm. like what we what do we have? You know, we have Peter being a fuckboy after Madison gave him that ultimatum and he picked her anyway and that was a whole problem and he ended up going back to Kelly, which we thought was, like, the real deal. Speaking of, like, the right person, you know what I mean? They had mm-hmm. a, a sweet romantic comedy kind of intro, and then talk about that movie, you know what I mean? I'd watch that. I'd watch a movie where they meet at a, at a like, a, a reception, and then he gets to be the bachelor, and she's one of the contestants, but they have to play it off, like he can't like be too into one girl at a time. Like he has to play it off. Mm -hmm. You know, that'd be a fun movie. Right. Uh, I really thought that they could be the real deal. And he was just like, 
definitely not ready. But after he broke it off with Madison, I was like, look at these two kids doing exactly what I thought they would be doing. And uh, I, I think Peter one was definitely way over his head. Uh-huh. And two, I think it was also like he. Yeah, guys, I th- he, I'm starting to believe that this whole process might be overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> But for Peter as well, I think it was like he was on Hannah B's season. Right. And he had such strong feelings for her. Exactly. And he had his heart broken. That's the one. Where now he's being embraced with all of this attention where he's probably just thinking to himself. All this attention like, and also his mom being a, being a focal oh point God. for people. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That too. Where no. it's just like. Uh, Bria, you should watch that season. Oh, that was his mom. Yeah. I was wondering what the fuck that noise was. His, his mom saying, bring her home, Peter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely, I agree, where it was like, I think it's so much better he didn't get engaged at the end of the season. Absolutely. I think, first of all, he should have known he wasn't ready for a show like this, just with everything with his father. And oh, my God. That conversation solidified literally everything. If they they yeah. could have had that conversation off air, please. Yeah. Uh, and, and like that, that was definitely a major sign he wasn't ready. And like, so like, first of all, you shouldn't go on a show knowing it ends with engagement if you're not ready. But the fact that. Sometimes you think you are, and then you go on the show, and you're like, I'm not. Yeah. But then the fact that he recognized that mm-hmm. and was like, I can't get engaged to you, is so... Like, that happened on pa- the last season of Paradise. There was a couple, Clay and Nicole. And at the end of it, Clay was like, I'm not ready, but I want to date you, Nicole. And I want to see how we do in different... like." The fact that we live in different cities and exactly. all that. And then from there, I want to take that step. And Nicole was like, nope, I deserve the world. And Crazy. if you don't want to if you don't want to get engaged to me right now, that means you don't actually love me. And it was like, no, <laughs> Nicole, I don't want to. He get- likes you. Yeah. He wants to be with you. He just can't get engaged to you after knowing you for a couple of weeks. And like yeah. that was a whole. I don't want to get engaged to someone I've known for a couple of weeks in this uh, contained area where it's at an all inclusive mm-hmm. resort and we live together in cabanas and. Uh, not across the country or uh, like imagine. Okay. Imagine you meet somebody that you're with every day for three weeks. You end up getting engaged and then, uh, and then what happens is you get told, okay, great. Go back to your life. And then it's across the country for I Bria's smiling. Cause I'm describing a situation now. <laughs> like, uh, sorry, but like, it must, it must not be easy to be like, well, now we're engaged and now it's the real world where you're like, these are all hurdles we have to jump through. These are all the things we have to do. Um, anyway, that it's, it's a, it's a crazy mentality to be like, nope, you don't want to get married now. Well, guess what? You could never have me. It's like, no, I would like to see how we can work it out. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be healthier? Yeah, that would be my Get red rid of the veil. Like if, someone, if someone wanted to propose to me after three weeks, I'd be like, oh, okay, no. Because <laughs> yeah. that's not realistic, right? Like, that mm-hmm. would show me that this person is, like, impulsive. And, like, I like someone who's impulsive and, like, willing uh-huh. to take risks. But, like, marriage is, like, a huge long-term commitment. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want someone who's going to make decisions like that. without recognizing how the situation influences it. Because that's what I think 
they kind of lose sight in. And I'm sure it's so easy to lose sight of when you're in it that like, oh, I am in this nice resort and oh, all this stuff's being done for me and I'm on camera and we're having fun and I'm going on these dates. Like, yeah, life is easy and breezy and great. Uh Like I can make these decisions, but that doesn't apply to your real world. Even if you do become like an influencer or something after, a lot of it's taken away. A lot Mm -hmm. of that like charm and like flow is taken away, which just changes things. Mm, Right. Because it's like you want someone to be impulsive in the sense of like, oh, my God, let's just randomly go down to this hike or let's, you know, go on a trip or you know what? We were going to stay in tonight, but how about how about we go dancing tonight? Let's just do that's the impulsive people want. People don't want. Maybe now's not the right time for me to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that you want to get married on the spot? I signed up for married at first sight. I'm talking to Pastor, <laughs> what's his face, uh, Doctor Doctor Lady. <laughs> the only person I would impulsively marry is like if Beyonce broke down my door and was like, "Chris, I want to leave Jay Z and marry you." I'll be like, "Tell me when and where, baby. I am, yeah, I am there." <laughs> like, I don't that, care. No. I don't care if you're making a mistake doing this. I still <laughs> want Look, honestly, I still want it's like this. first of all, Beyonce. I'm gonna say it now. You are making a mistake. You can yeah, do yeah, light yeah. years better. Hold on a second. This is the last time I'm pointing that out because I am, this is a dream. I got, well, yeah. I got to say this. If Beyonce knocks down my door, which, okay, now that's two doors she's knocked down. That's, <laughs> that's a lot. Okay. <laughs> if Beyonce knocks down my door and is like, let's get married. I'd be like, I think I love you too much to let you do this. This is a major okay. step back. You are look yeah, that's a good point. that's a wild also, move beyonce Knowles, treasure to this world <laughs> uh one question i want to ask and you, i know i'd be uh, a good and, stepdad too okay like i know that i'd be <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh now with the bachelorette uh they're about to start shooting Ooh. or they might have already started i believe and there's have. two bachelorettes so you uh you've said before you're gonna keep watching um uh, with the upcoming Bachelorette season, since this will now also be your first Bachelorette season, and mm-hmm. the way The Bachelor plays out and the way The Bachelor plays out, it is different. Because I do feel like it's easier to see, it's easier to watch when the contestants are men than it is women. Um, Back that up. In what sense? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. In the In the sense of, like, I feel like there's a lot of, like... Uh, how do I want to word this? There's a lot of like very systemic societal sexist things that are implied on the, on the women contestants. And that makes it harder to watch than when it's, when it's the male contestants. That's, that's what I'm talking about. So like, because of that, it feels like it doesn't feel like you're watching society support the idea of women need to compete for a man's intention. Uh Whereas it's like, no, this woman is a queen. Y'all need to compete for her attention. Like, I think, that's what I mean, where oh, totally, it's easier yeah. to watch. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, so because of that, uh, and also it's, I feel like it's it's fun to watch men have beef with each other, uh-huh. but then when you're watching these women contestants beef with each other, and it's just like, don't, don't tear each other down for this brick wall yeah. that has nothing to bring to the table. Like, what do you mm-hmm. do? Like, you shouldn't be tearing each other down, period, no matter what. But, like, yeah. if we had to choose, <laughs> if I, we had to choose poison. I will say, if I'm thinking back on it now, like, the, the confrontations between the women on 
the bachelor tend to be more attacking negatively. If we think back on Katie and Serena C like Serena C was like, can you believe what this fucking bitch said? I swear to God, like she was going in that way. Whereas the men tend to be like, I don't care what he thinks. I'm fucking great. Like I'm amazing. You know what I mean? Like, so it does feel like a little bit, I, I think I get what you're saying in that it's like a little it's bit less easier guilty. to watch. It's yeah. Less, yeah. You feel less guilty watching it. Yeah. You're, you're not like, I'm that's... Just watching a bunch of oiled up juice heads, like fight for this girl. And... <laughs> oiled up I juice know. heads. <laughs> I don't Bria. know. I just picture. Bria has just... not seen the bachelorette yet. She has not seen... <laughs> okay. I just picture, I picture a bunch of buff guys who are constantly tanned constantly shirtless and like glistening in the sun well that's what thing. i picture them as bria chris and i were both on a season of the bachelorette right that yeah never got no. aired that's true yeah oh so I no guess... mike you didn't know my abs were cgi'd on oh well they wouldn't do that on my belly that looks stupid <laughs> they airbrushed abs on you <laughs> they did yeah i i actually i pay i did a favor i gave the cgi uh team twenty dollars how, how funny would it be for me to do this as a bit is like have my have abs airbrushed onto my very prominent <laughs> gut just show up to a show and be like what bert kreischer can do it i can do <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, I don't really know. I'm sure there are like stock guys. Like I'm sure there's like the well, guy Katie's who guys has a relationship with his dad. You know, the guy who oh, you mean the Barry? jock who uh, who lost the game winning goal and then never got That's to play legacy. a sport again. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and the emotional musician or something. Sam. And, like, I'm sure there's yeah all these stock characters <laughs> that are kind of. I'm naming the guys Killed. from my season that, that, that did that. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. You would remember. You remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but I, that's why Kira tilted his head like a dog. He was like, wait, are you just naming those guys? That we <laughs> you mean the guys from our group chat? We all keep in touch. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, back to the question. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad you took uh, the lead this episode because I <laughs> – I would be like, no, and then there's Rick, and we didn't like <laughs> Rick at first, but it. <laughs> uh, so now, now that it'll, it'll be, it'll be different in that sense. Um, is there, any, and then now that you kind of saw everything that happened with the Bachelor season, what is it? Is there something about with this upcoming Bachelor at season that you're hoping will pan out differently than what you saw from watching the Bachelor? Yeah. I guess. I hope. Oh, I really hope that both of them find someone. But again, yeah. my cynicism is like, uh, I'm so worried for you to jump into this again, especially Michelle, because I yes. feel like Michelle mm -hmm. was frankly kind of blindsided. Right. And I you mean as I the perfect fit for Matt James? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also, this is a side note, loved what she said to him when she was like, I hope <gasps> you, I hope you, uh, learn to have another response other than thank you for sharing or something. Yeah, when yeah, she yeah. said that, bra, bra. I was like, she oh. got him. She got him a couple of times. Yeah. She, no, that was a line that like, first Finally. of all, 
Michelle more than capable of coming up with that on the spot. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I feel like that was a line that like, ever since they broke up, she's been waiting. She's yeah. been wait. We all have had like a falling out with someone and have like some things of like, oh, if I get to talk to them again, I, here are the five things I'm making sure I'm saying. You know, the week after they broke up, Michelle had a moment with her trash can. You know, the kind where like the foot switch, the lid comes up when you got the foot. Mm-hmm. And she like would throw something in the trash, and then she'd make the trash can go like, "Thank you for saying that, <laughs> sharing that." Sorry, <laughs> I, up the joke. I get what you mean, though. Anyway, um, I get what you're saying. You're cynical about you know them finding someone. I hope Michelle finds someone. I hope Katie finds out that we're perfect together. Uh, <laughs> I keep doing this. I keep doing it. Uh, yeah, I'm just like I'm afraid. I don't want her to get hurt again. I like don't that. want any That's, of them to get hurt. Yeah, yeah, really exactly. And like obviously Katie as well. But I just feel like with yeah. Michelle, it was all. I was like basically the whole like right. not to be mean to Katie. Katie wasn't the right person for Matt. No, it doesn't mean that she's a bad person. That she, yeah, exactly. It just means they weren't the right pair. But right. Michelle, I think everyone we know saw the right pair like, for her. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He's right here. Stop um, it! I gotta stop. with michelle i think literally the whole world was watching or everyone who was watching the show maybe saying the whole world was watching Uh was dramatic but um, everyone that was watching was like this would be a great couple this is a good couple and then we were like why aren't you choosing this person Uh oh no you're falling in love with the wrong person oh no she's gonna get hurt yeah yeah it was very much so that moment so i do hope they find someone but i guess my hope and this is too much to ask for from the bachelor is that all the people that are in the running are actually ready for marriage because wouldn't that be something (laughs) yeah (laughs) it would be devastating for them to choose someone and then that person to be like wait i don't think i'm ready for this right like wouldn't it be great (laughs) if they got somebody who wanted to be on the show for real um i would i honestly i like that kit um was like yeah i'm out of here baby i gotta i gotta go i like it when i like it when serena p went i'm not feeling it you know what i mean i'm not it's not right i like when they can be honest with themselves and be like it's not it's not happening for me and i that's why i think matt not proposing at the end was great and i want more honesty from this this franchise and that's what i'm hoping from katie's season i'm hoping that instead of starting with a prayer like Matt did, Katie shows up and is like, look, everybody, eye contact. I want your eyes. Look at me. I'm not here to fuck around, okay? Been through this already. It sucks. All right? It really fucking... <laughs> Andrew, you already doing this? You already... Andrew? Andrew. Get the fuck out of here, Andrew. And then... That's... Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. I think they should be allowed to send people home on the first night, like when they do their introductions. Like I would start sending people home that moment. Oh, like as soon as they come out of the limo. Yeah, because like, no. I know. I I'm going to say that's not fair. I say I say having a conversation with somebody is important. At least that's the first impression they should get. The first impression things that they do when they meet each other for the first time, like they are ill-advised. Producers are trying to push them in another direction. I think that they have too much of a say in that. So like the actual conversation when they meet them and they're like, hey, so where are you from? It's like, well, I'm from Madison, Wisconsin, and I love I love cheese. And she's like, no fucking way, dude. I fucking love cheese. That's more important than than him showing up and being like, I wore a bear costume because I was like, it's it's cold in Pennsylvania. But then I forgot we're shooting in California and I'm sweating, you know. Uh, so I, I think uh, I disagree with th- kicking them out then. 
But I definitely feel like if during a conversation you're not hitting it off with somebody, you're like, and so you said Wisconsin. Uh huh. Yeah. This is a pretty significant lull in the conversation, huh? Yeah. If you go now, you'll at least get some sleep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think you should be able to eliminate whenever. But I do I agree with what you said about people leaving themselves. Like I think that is exactly what you should Smart. do. Why would you why would you stay there with this person? This person's developing feelings for you. Mm. It makes it more complicated for you yourself because so you probably start second guessing yourself the longer you're there. Every step. So just, yeah. Just and then go. you try to talk yourself Ooh, into being into part. them. And oh, if you have to talk yourself part. into dating someone, that's a clear know. sign you need to get the fuck out. Wrap it up, baby. I think that was Serena P. I think Serena P was trying to convince yeah. herself that this was right, mm-hmm. that she, you know, really wanted to be with Matt. Wanna, wanna and I be the uh, yeah, Serena I respect. P. Uh... Sorry, go ahead. I was I was just saying that Serena <laughs> P is being classically Canadian. Yeah, it's like, true. I want to be nice about it. Isn't this nice? You know. Yeah, I respect all the women who decided to like leave for whatever personal reasons or like whatever they felt Absolutely. within themselves. I have like so much respect for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Brandon basically did that on Tasha season where yeah. it was oh. kind of fucked up though for his date. Mm-hmm. He they took him to go ring shopping. Like they took that him was to do fun. that. That was and fun. that was the producers knowing they were having a hint he wasn't ready and, and then being like. Because that's not that's not a date. No, they really no. That's not a date they ever do. So that was his thing, where they took him ring shopping, and you could see the horror on his face of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not ready for this. Which is good because then he realized I'm not ready for this. I can't right. do this to Tasha. I have to after leave. the cutest hometown was, though, after the cutest a, hometown yeah. where like his his niece, I believe, like his either way, like, like niece or nephew, yeah, some shit. So. His his side of the fa- they came down. They she had a lovely day with Tasha. She was like all hard eyes over him the whole time, and then the next date they have when they're down to like I guess three, is just going ring shopping, and what what the fuck like how it was at, first of all, maybe that's like what it took for the producers to convince him to pull himself out when they were like you're clearly not ready. He's like. Yeah, I know I'm not ready, but like I gotta like stick it out, right? Like Tasha's gonna be the one to pick or not pick me, and I'm just like, no, 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 you're not ready, so you gotta do something about it. He's like, legally you can't send me home, and sh- they're like, okay, well let's send you to this ring shop then. Let's get you overwhelmed <laughs> and sweating, which I don't think is what happened. I think he definitely is just, it got too real, and uh, what a what a fucked up. I forgot about how fucked up that was. It just yeah. felt. Yeah. Did any of the other men go ring shopping or just nope. him? I don't think I've just ever him. seen the men go ring shopping with the date. Like, I don't think I've ever yep. seen. I don't think I've ever oh, seen anybody go ring shopping too. together. Was she there too? Or was it just Brandon? No, it was just Brandon. Wasn't okay. It? Oh, okay. Well, no. still, it's messed up either way. I think right. she was there because if they're calling it a date. Or maybe it was just like a, a pregame to the date. Something like that. Yeah. Because then they but had it was definitely outside. it was it was fucked, but it was it was definitely like yeah he made the right move for realizing I'm not ready 100%. dipped, but it's just still like they push, <laughs> well just like they kind yeah. of like you can see the producers nudging Claire towards Dale too and you know they had Tasha ready as a mm-hmm. backup 
how did that happen so quick? You know what I mean? Um, right. And then that whole thing was messy as fuck. So this look, this franchise is goofy. All right. We're going to be back with it. Bria, we're going to want you to watch this next season of The Bachelorette. We're going to want you to come back and tell us how it differs from your experience with this. But overall, feels like you're pretty stuck in this, huh? You're, uh, oh, yeah. I've resigned to it. I'm I part know. of it now. I'm I part know. of Bachelor Nation. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you wave the Bachelor flag. No, oh, wait. Not that one. Not that one. Okay, laughing. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, so I, 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 I have another question. Joke. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I said r- I wave the Bachelor Nation flag. No, not that one. Not oh. that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they vet uh, the people on this season better. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I don't know that. I hopefully. Don't know. We'll see. But I, I was going to ask, so if if uh, you could rewatch, like, go back to the beginning and, like, somehow, like, the restart the whole Bachelor season... What would be something you would have wanted differently to happen? Uh, and like, I'm gonna take out the whole Rachel is racist thing. Let's take right. that out because that's an, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, an, that's easy an easy answer, answer for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, that's like so the answer. <laughs> yeah, that's the so like hypothetically, Rachel not racist. I have an answer. Um, Are you asking both of us? Because I also have an answer. Actually, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll ask okay. uh, both of y'all. What is Rhea. something? Take out the Rachel situation. What is something you would have wanted? to go differently with how the season went down. Well, I guess, I mean, it's a basic one, but I wish they would have showcased Matt's personality better because Mm -hmm. I feel like, like you said, we all made these kind of preconceived notions on him and maybe we're like a little hard on him being like, this guy's so boring. Like this is uh, so unfair or not. This is so unfair, but like this season's really boring. Like, you know, we were harsh on Matt. We were harsh. Yeah, we were harsh on Matt. Yeah. And I, I was too. I was like, I don't know. He doesn't seem like he has any personality. And I think that was unfair. Yeah, I think that it was like probably so much more about the circumstances he was in than actually him himself. Like, I think it was probably maybe he was uncomfortable or maybe, you know, I think they obviously edited a lot of stuff out about his own personal experience. So, like, that's very upsetting to hear because, you know, to hear he had... Is the all Chelsea these... conversation about the hair? Yeah, exactly. To to um to hear that he had a bunch of really great conversations about like his experience as a black man in America mm. that were edited out. It's like, Crazy. oh, you're not actually, um, you're not actually like, you don't actually want to represent black yeah. people on this show. You want to mm. represent some your version of of what a black person is what what it being black in america is it's it's not actually matt's experience himself it seems because it seems like anything that reflected things that were more personal to him were um edited out unless it was something dramatic like his conversation with his father that they like chose to exploit which is so gross right so i guess that is what i would change but i know that's kind of like a well, I mean, answer. it's a good, it's a good answer though. It's really good. Here's like, not to be like Matt's personality was definitely cut out of the season, but let's like not bury the lead. Matt's personality on these podcasts and these interviews is still not like the most entertaining person in the world. Right? Like he's just a regular guy. So I'm just like, would that, you know, it would have been a little bit more endearing to see him, but I don't think it would be any less boring if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, but I do think it would improve the viewership's like of ability to like see who he is. Cause he's literally the, a blank slate throughout the whole season pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then they get, 
they give us the thing that I would have changed, which is, first of all, let's get some producers who know what the fuck is going on. Uh, some uh, editors or people who can stand up to producers uh, to, um, you know, not have that conversation with his dad be on national TV. Uh, not have, you know, that kind of thing be brought out. That's like such a that was such an invasive. It felt wrong it was, watching it. Yeah, like, it was exploitative. Ex- it was extremely. like exploiting the trauma of his relationship with his father. And his father mm-hmm. came in like, hey, look at you. Like, you're on this show. I'm happy to see you. And then he's like, I never want to be like you. And you're like, what the? This is this is too. Oh, man. It feels okay. It feels weird to me that um, TV shows will censor the word fuck and stuff and not take away stuff like this that's just way too private and should be like right hidden you know i would i don't know if if this scene between him and his dad was going to air on tv it should have aired on like fucking oprah or some shit i mean or or like gail king was the moderator i don't know that there's someone who would have this conversation yeah man i wish i wish matt had the opportunity to have this conversation with his dad Mm -hmm. before this all happened and in a way that was not like completely coerced out of him in a way that Mm -hmm. wasn't gonna put some weird pressures on each other because matt went into the conversation absolutely completely used to the cameras but definitely still aware that they're there and the dad's there like there's cameras around me this is like Mm -hmm. very and you're airing my shit out like i'm gonna i'm saying some stuff now Man, I could say some other stuff. Maybe I should stop saying things. You know, you're not getting a full-on mm-hmm. honest conversation with your dad. And for him to be like, I guess I'm cured. It's over. You're like, man, my thing to change about this season is, uh, and hopefully going forward other seasons, have a, have the Bachelor or Bachelorette sit with the therapist for a month. You know, uh, have them, you know, three well, times a week. You know? Claire claimed she did all of this therapy. Look, Claire claimed a lot of stuff, but you know that some her therapist might have been somebody with tarot cards being like, uh-huh, yep, <laughs> and this is your therapy, you know? There needs uh, to be some sort of sensitivity training or some mm-hmm. sort of procedure to... if. I mean, I would love to say that I think that they're going to stop having those type of conversations on the show. I don't think they are. So if they're going to do it then maybe do it in a more sensitive and mindful Mm. way like you Mm. said maybe they don't have the they don't air the conversation with him and his father but matt talks about it you know afterwards or something right there's just a better way to handle it exactly all parties involved because yeah it was uncomfortable to watch like i didn't enjoy watching it i wasn't like oh this is good tv i was like Mm -hmm. this makes me really uncomfortable and i feel like i should not get to see this like i feel like this is too personal for me to have access to yeah and 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 in the way that it's also like this isn't what i come to this show for either you know like i'm i watch 90 day fiance knowing full well that sometimes they're gonna have these conversations where i'm like oh we should 100 percent not be involved in this you know what i mean uh but that's what the show is that's what they're signing up for i'm like at least they're aware you know that's a whole other thing. This was like, we're bringing in your dad to blindside him. And he's like, yeah, how else am I going to get ready to be engaged? You know, like that. Duh. You know, 
Um, yeah, reconnecting with your long lost father isn't really part of the show. Right. You right. know, it's not something that you would assume to happen in right. the context of the show. Versus 90 Day Fiance when Brandon and Julia have to confront his parents about being overbearing. You know, that's like, yeah, give me more of that shit. I want. I yeah. am so happy you finally started watching. Bitch, Day. don't get me started. <laughs> I am losing it this season. Look, Honestly, last episode was so good. I I was so mad. I was so mad and so excited yeah. for one of them, but so upset about everything else. Look, angry, yeah. angry good. Yes. I need to start watching this season. Yeah, you have to watch this season. How dare you not have been watching this season? I The last season I saw was the Ed uh, before the 90 mm. day. Is this regular or before the 90 day? Or no, the this is regular. One? This is the regular. Regular. regular? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'll say this. Let's continue talking 90 day and married at first. Well, that look, that concludes our episode with Bria <laughs> talking about the bachelor. Now let's talk about what you're watching now. And, uh, let's let look, we've said this last episode. Maybe you didn't tune in. We're starting to watch. Are you the one season two next week? We're going to be doing an, uh, an, are you the one season two episode one recap? Uh, and we're going to go over the events of that episode. We're going to tell you what our predictions are. I will not be predicting because I've seen it already. However, Chris will be. It's going to be fresh eyes for me. Fresh eyes. Bria, have you seen Are You the One? I have. I watched the um, the uh, season where everyone was like bisexual or like gender fluid. Excellent. You can't go backwards, mm. though. That's, uh, that I know. Season that's the, other the one. problem. It's incredible. I was going to say. It's such best. good TV best season of the best dating reality tv show season i have ever Ever watched yeah absolutely so good it's incredible i've heard such phenomenal phenomenal things about and you're not allowed to watch it yet chris you can't watch it yet because you got to watch season two first yeah no wait to watch it so that you can experience that high is it good because it's messy or is it good because it's actually about love uh, it's a bit I'm, of everything. Like it I can get it messy, but yeah, of course, it's a dating, it's a reality dating show. Like they're gonna right. be messy. That's right. kind uh-huh. of why people watch it. But right. I would say I liked it because I don't know any other reality TV shows that have done something like that. Right. And I just thought that a lot of the moments were really genuine because it was people like discovering more about themselves. Like it seemed like Uh a lot of people like, yeah, they genuinely were getting to know themselves better and discover things about themselves and discover things about love. And yeah, it was messy and fun too at times, but I just liked that it was like representative. I've just never seen that. So I thought it was interesting and and good. The other thing that is uh, important to note about is that this is what kick said about it. The earlier seasons, there's a lot of blow ups and fights and angry stuff happening because it's a bunch of straight guys being upset and drunk and starting shit versus this house full of. Yes. Very, they, look, ton of these dudes on that season, very buff dudes who are like typical guys. They just are by and pan and whatnot. And then they still get angry about situations, but they are handled with communication. So rather True. so rather than have the the unsettling like oh this may not be safe at times element of watching the show you have this like oh feelings are getting hurt which is still a 
you know, a part of watching reality TV. You're like, I do want to see people in their feelings. I want to see people get, like react to all this stuff happening. But rather than being afraid that they're going to get into a physical altercation, it's like, you know, I, I think it's disrespectful for you to have said that behind my back when we're supposed to be this close. And it feels like it hurts me more that you couldn't tell me that to my face than you could tell it to this person who you've admitted you don't trust. And for good reason, because they told me. And they're like, well, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. I was acting out clearly because of this, this, and this. And they're like, thank you. I can't accept your apology right now. I'm not in that headspace. And they're like, well, that makes me sad. And it's like, yeah, well, that's something you're going to have to deal with then. And then they part ways. And that's that's just like the tar- like the vibe of it is still very tense. There's a lot happening. But fists aren't going to fly. Um, do they, in the season you're watching or the season you watched, Mike, um, do they do the same type of competitions? So yes and no. Okay. So yeah, there was the lots of The show has evolved. The show's evolved a ton. Right. Okay. So the so competitions the... and the therapist was new. So oh, in okay. season eight, there's a therapist that comes to yeah. be, do a group therapy session. And the competitions are less... Um, uh, internalized like there's less like introversion to the competitions than there was right. in the past which I think like that also makes it interesting but season two ha- you haven't seen season two would you watch no. season two and come on and uh, and talk Absolutely. about your predictions okay so we got Absolutely. we'll get you to come uh, talk about what you predict the season's gonna look like okay that's yeah because I like it the season that I watched that they actually like taught them how to be in healthier relationships. And I feel like that's what the bachelor is missing. Like (laughs) some of the, some of the dates on the bachelor should be teaching them like how to be good partners, how to communicate, how to notice red flags or what baggage you're bringing in from past relationships. Like what about this one? Like all that stuff. I feel like that would set them up for such more healthy, successful relationships. There was that date with Claire. (laughs) I was just about to bring it up. There was a date with on Claire season where, where one of the guys, I forget his name. Jason. It was her, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like her and Jason. And basically the whole date was just like, so let's, you know, let's talk about our past and like, which, what I want to do. I'm going to, we're going to take turns saying things that people have called us that have hurt us. What did homeboy so lead like, with? She was like, I'll start. <laughs> uh, people have called me um, like not good enough. And then Jason was like uh, emotionally unavailable. And then she was just like, people have said that I'm ditzy. And then Jason's just like, uh, people have called me uh, toxic. And it was just like, I want to say, can I tell you this? The first one he actually led with, I remember this because I, I got up out of my seat. I remember him saying, manipulative. Like, without saying, like, That's what people it, yes. say this, it's like, uh, Claire's like, yeah, some people call me like maybe a little airheaded, and then he's like, manipulative. <laughs> yeah, I get that one a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> like that. So this guy is literally a, like a, a red flag burrito, just fucking snuggled into it. And Claire was yeah. like, "Oh, let me give this guy a rose." She yeah. brought. She gave him a rose. She gave this guy a rose, and then they burned the dress that she had 
that she'd kept after all these years from the season that she was on with Juan Pablo. This was so long ago where Juan Pablo took her to like, I don't know, second to last or like third. Uh, maybe she made the fantasy suites or something. Took, it was like, I'm not picking you. And then he was like trying to hold her hands. And she was like, no, nope, fuck you. Like basically told him off. And that's why people were like, oh my God, let's get Claire. She's a strong woman and all that. And then you're like, oh no, she kept, she kept the dress in her purse to come burn it for this date about mm-hmm. therapy. This is a this is a person who has not let go of some things. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like to hate on women, but that is just that's not how I would deal with that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Be that my was diplomatic answer. That was the reaction I saw from every woman during Claire's season. They're just like, "Sis, honey." Like, I'm trying the sisterhood. I'm trying. Uh, yeah. But you're fucking it up for the rest of us. <laughs> what I kept he- what I kept hearing is like, uh, Claire's therapist's Yelp reviews are going to get really crazy now, huh? They're not going <laughs> to look good for a while. Uh, I mean, that's how I felt watching Matt James at certain times where it's just like, bro, come on, bro. You're representing all of us. You got to get felt? your shit together. Man. I guess that's true. That's something I hadn't like the the idea that this is the first time a guy's been the Black Bachelor, and he's like, yeah, he's the visibly he's the man that's gonna be up there repping mm-hmm. us. And you're like, oh, I didn't catch, I didn't even like. It was like for years Ben Carson was like this black hero because he yeah. was a black dude who was this super smart brain surgeon, and then we started giving him a microphone. You're like, how the fuck can you be so dumb and so smart at the same time? Like, have is, you seen somebody it, play Guitar Hero before? Some of those guys are dumb <laughs> as shit, and they nail it 100. percent That's very true. That's very. It's like muscle memory, Car- man. <laughs> That's very true. It's like, you know what? You can be a, a literal brain surgeon and still be dumb as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you Just can. Just steady hands. <laughs> steady. Apparently. Steady hands. <laughs> um, so that's, I mean, okay. So we're watching Are You The One? Season 2 mm-hmm. next week. That's what we're going to be back with. Um, what are we also watching? I'll tell you right now. Tomorrow night's a new episode of 90 Day Fiance, and I say tomorrow night knowing full well that this is the first time we're recording on a Saturday. Uh, so 90 Day Fiance, new episode on Sunday, and it has been great. This season, not going to get into spoilers because you didn't come to this show for that, but let's just the say trailer. I'm very happy for one one woman in a couple. I'm upset at many of the guys. <laughs> I would I would phys- I would think I would physically attack two of them. Uh and uh I god, if I I look, I don't mind. I'll say this cuz I've said it elsewhere. If I I would pay good money to like I don't know, like run and get some momentum and just like throw an elbow at Andrew's face. Maybe give me a couple like small steps to like run up and so I can get on the downswing, you know, like come on down on him. Just like throw a huge elbow right on his. Uh, apparently he's been posting on Reddit under uh, a couple of burner accounts. Def- the only accounts defending him all have names like <laughs> Knight in Shining Armor and garbage like that. And you're like, Andrew sucks. You can suck it, dude. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> suck it. Reddit, Reddit user, not Andrew <laughs> from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> That's me. That's apparently mine. big fan of Andrew. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Weird, though, huh? He had to make the distinction to let us know that it's not him, but then he loves him <laughs> so much. Crazy stuff. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's what I've been watching. And Married at First Sight is also what oh. I've been watching. And I, the first show that I've spent money on in this entire year, because I, I bought the last episode on Apple TV because I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for streaming desperate. sites to get on it because they were taking too long. And so Apple copped three three copped what am i saying it nabbed three bucks out of my pocket and i got the fucking latest episode and am i glad i paid for, yeah i i'm i'm happy with it yeah i this, this show this season is so oh my god this season of this show i won't be able to tell you if it's any good other seasons i haven't seen the australian one either but this season man i there, one of the villains of the season is just how how they do this. How are they doing this? Okay, you guys should watch Married at First Sight and Ninety Day Fiance, but don't forget to watch episode one of season two of Are You the One? Uh, any parting thoughts? I I just want to say real quick because a homie of mine she watches Married at First Sight. Uh-huh. And she started to watch the Australian version. Okay, and she text she live texted her reactions to the episode. Uh-huh. Here's just some notes about the Australian version. Oh no. Um, let's see. Uh, so, cause there, uh, she was like spending my weekend watching married at first Sight Australia, pray for me. And I was like, uh-huh. I remember one of the commercials showing that one of the dudes was a virgin. So it sounds like a mess. Oh Here's no. What season is that? Cause that's what I'm watching after this. The latest, the latest Australia. Get the uh, fuck out of oh. here. I'm in, I'm in. So oh, one, no. I promised um, I would stream tonight. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> apparently, they make them all live together. Two. Oh, weird. Uh, and let's see. Every single person's backstory is that they're too hot to find love because people don't take them seriously. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a girl had that problem. There's a girl who is probably a size. These these are her notes. Uh, there's a girl who is probably a size six or eight in parentheses normal and he's and her husband says after meeting her it's definitely going to be an adjustment because i've never been with someone as big as her no another woman i actually don't know if i can watch this (laughs) because i might just get into too much rage and like break my screen it gets worse another woman with bubble wrap (laughs) <laughs> Another woman was explaining how she had to self-select into foster care to get out of her house as a teenager and live in government housing when there was no room in foster care. Her husband cut her off and told her to wrap up her story because she was she started she started off trying to make a point and he got tired of in quotes his words having to listen to her explain this. To okay. which he then followed up with, this could be why I'm 44 and single. Absolutely why. Not not could be. That is why. You're just Man, an and I thought Chris was going to be the worst. That is, I mean, he's still, he's still a top. He's probably still the worst, but like. See, what makes me mad is that these people are given the opportunity to find love. Like, you don't deserve mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So apparently the Australian version's forty episodes. Forty? Um, Get the fuck out of yeah. here! What the fuck for? 
So, s- super spoiler, if you don't, no, if you want to watch it. No, don't do that now. No, no, no. I was going to say, hold on, hold on. I was going to say, if you want to watch the show, just hit the 30 seconds plus But I still have starting. to be here. <laughs> if you do you, are you going to watch the, Austra- are you gonna yes, watch the gonna Australian one? Yes, I'm going to watch the Australian one. <laughs> you just said all this shit. You think I'm not going to watch the Australian one? I was, okay, gonna well, I was going to say. I still have to be was, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about the virgin. It's something about the virgin. Don't tell me about the virgin. He's my favorite part. I don't want to do that. What do you think this is? I'm not. I'm not okay, gonna. I'm fine. not. I'm not gonna not listen. I just. I because I, I. This is the podcast I have to do. I want to watch the show. <laughs> what do you don't don't you can, spoil. You can put your headphones in. Don't worry. We're not gonna spoil anything. I don't know anything. So. <sighs> He dies episode three. Oh no, Chris! <laughs> I feel I like you'd say. know if that happened. It was just what happens after he gets the fuck. Well, now that's, we know he does, and I didn't want to know that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. You thought he was going to go through this whole process of being married and not have get his you dick seen wet at Ryan all? and Clara? Okay, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> okay, Bro, good point. <laughs> But yeah, the Australian version sounds wild. Oh yeah, knowing that there's 40 episodes, I love. And they have to live together. Reality, yeah, I love a reality show that has too many episodes. Like, right, because they can just go. Love Island. Just keep them going. They just keep it's, going. You just don't have to think your uh, thoughts. You can just keep watching. Let me have. Do you watch Love Island? The I UK have not. Version? I haven't watched Love Island. No. No. Start with season two. Skip season one. Is Love Island... Uh, don't watch the American version. Watch the British version. Is Love Island just uh, code for fuck beach? Is that what it's really called? Or Kind of, <laughs> but it's it's good. It's good. Okay. It's honestly good. I can't it's, believe... It's a lot of really, really hot people getting their feelings broken and just... Oh. Oh. I mean, okay. Amazing. What? What? We, we don't all have Twitter, you know, to see that? <laughs> What every every viral tweet these days is somebody being like, "Well, he was a dick to me, and I'm out." And you're like, <laughs> "Okay," and then That's it's true, and then it's point. like this cop is a bad cop, and this is the badge number. I guess my Twitter is just very telling. <laughs> yeah, my 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 Twitter is all people getting heartbroken, comedians trying to make jokes in the midst, and then other comedians being like. All cops are bastards, and here's the phone number for one of them. Uh, <laughs> my I Twitter think that's is a all... healthy Twitter, though. That's a good Twitter. Mm-hmm. You've got a mixture between sad girl shit and <laughs> girl. real social events and news and like political information. Because as much as we hate on Twitter, it gives us a lot of Love information uh-huh. that we mm-hmm. would not have accessed in conventional mm-hmm. media. Oh, so. yeah. Twitter's how I found out about every mass shooting that happened in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Oh, uh, my Twitter say is, can is, no, is news, jokes, uh, and then people the worst country. Oh, I, I said the worst country. Sorry, Chris. I am what? well aware. Okay. How shit. America is just. I remember one of my favorite things I've seen was like America is just a third world country with a Gucci purse. That's that's just basically what America is. Can you stop, <laughs> Mike? So, the anthem for the worst country. <laughs> it is not even an original anthem. We stole that shit from from Britain. Everything. America is just. We that's are very American, as though. Stealing something <laughs> from someone. No, else? no, no, no. Hold on a it second. Is. Hold on a second. That was a gift. Okay. okay. <laughs> 
No, they they were I like, look, were we're gonna we're gonna cut all ties from Britain except for this one thing that they did right. We did it. That's what they're thinking. Um, America is what a funny big, bit. I'm oh. not gonna lie. Singing the national anthem after doing the, I'm not gonna. I feel good about that. Okay, I haven't been <laughs> funny for a couple of days because I'm. Looking. America has big only child energy. <laughs> yeah, divorced mm. parents only child. Middle mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. Angry middle child. No, I say only child because okay. they America thinks the world revolves around them. Well, I do too, but I'm an older child. Whereas middle child knows that the world doesn't revolve around them. Damn. But they try yes. to make it revolve around them. Damn, middle yeah. kids, you got slapped in the face. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry if you're a middle kid listening. Baby of the family. <laughs> we we out here eldest. getting spoiled and shit. It's great. I came first. I'm the first guy. I'm sorry. I'm the first as well. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to the both of you. Yeah, Yeah, dude, fuck you. (laughs) Um, My complex. It's my complex. It's the cocktail (laughs) that makes me me. Um, I think that's. Look, we've been going for a little while. I think that's a good place to stop (laughs) it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Chris Mejia, where can people find you? We didn't do this at the beginning like we should have. Hello. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Topher Mejia, T-O-P-H-E-R-M-E-J-I-A. Shout out to TikTok. Shout I out. made uh, a video just making lighthearted jokes about what the contestants And some really good Katie's ones, pe- too. Like, really good and ones. And some good there. ones. None of them, in my personal opinion, were really mean, but no. then the video got taken down for bullying. Right. Um, well, that's because you said nobody with the name Tanner is worth your time. And that's yeah, just, and I that's stand by so that. Funny. See, that's that's so funny. I stand by that's that. That's a fact. My favorite yeah. joke is the guy with a with a crucifix on his neck. He's like, this guy doesn't give me two religious vibes, but it looks like he does say grace before he goes down on you. Yeah, that was. I stand by everything I said. It's good uh, stuff. It's funny. Those are good. But jokes. the comment section was getting mean. It was a bunch of people being like, "Yo, fuck wow, comments. they're they're giving Katie's a bunch of scrubs," and I was just like, "Okay, no, that's they mean. seem fine. That's, they seem fine." Uh, like if they're talking about Tanner exclusively, then yeah, Tanner's a scrub. Fuck him. Yeah, but, Tanner, fucking uh, take your flip flops off the wrong foot and skedaddle. Because uh, you know he does that TikTok shit. But then TikTok restored my video, so shout out, shout to TikTok. out TikTok. You robbed me of some of uh, a lot of views. Well, go ahead. You, you, you know what? If you're listening, giving it back. Go check it out. TikTok, Topher Mejia. Do it. But yeah, at Topher Mejia, T O P H E R M E J I A. Also, your boy is slowly venturing into Twitch streaming. I had my Playing first stream. one of the best games I've uh, played in a while. This week, Resident Evil 7. It was a lot of fun. So good. I had some technical issues, but I don't think my computer has a strong enough CPU to handle this shit. But mm. uh, while I wait to save for a actual streaming PC, I will be continuing streaming, and I'll probably be posting soon on my social mm. on a stream schedule. So check that out if you don't mind watching. I, I, I try to be funny during the stream, so it's not just you watching me play a video game. That's good. Uh, I talked I talked about the proper way to put the toilet seat cover on the public toilet. Saw that. Um, I asked my audience, what is the male equivalent of Gorilla Grip Coochie? Um, we all agreed it's a it's a beer tall boy. Um, that's what we settled on. Uh, oh. And uh, yeah, so I asked the important questions. Okay. <laughs> during during the stream but yeah follow me on uh twitch same thing Topher Mejia very um, easy very easy to do and my yes 
where can people follow you? They can't. I've deleted everything. You can't find me at all. And goodbye. Um, you can just do do the right thing and follow me. Uh, I'm uh, at Mike Carozza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. If you just go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Mike Carozza, you'll find everything you need there. I've got Twitch, Mike Carozza 91. Uh, Kyle Kinane and I, we're back to doing Twitch stuff. Um, we're kind of going with the flow, so if you follow me or Kyle, you'll be able to see when and uh, if you join my Discord, which you can access via my link tree, you'll also be able to get, like, I'll announce it there, and you'll get, like, a little push notification being like, huh, how about this? You like this? And it's going to be me saying, come watch me stream or this or that. And you can listen to my other podcast, Bummer Boys, uh, X Bummer, X Boys, X Podcast About Sad Songs. And you can uh, listen to my comedy album, which I've already plugged, called Cherubic, and it's available uh, courtesy of Blonde Medicine. Thank you. Shout out to Dom. And shout out to Jess. And shout out to Sid the Dude. And sh- Frankie Ocean. Um, oh, for a second <laughs> I was like, are we talking about the same Sid? No, what? no we're, doing, we're doing the uh, Odd Future stuff. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, that's that's where you can find me. The rest, just Google. I got name. You You go Google the name guy. It's me. Uh, and then, uh, Bria, one more time, where can people find your shit? Yeah, at Uncle Bria. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I, I realized when I said shit, that yeah, sounded very, I meant like, you know. Shit, no, 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 no. Isn't it depends because okay. you shit yourself like all good adults, you know. Or um, if you just search sad girl energy, you'll be linked to everything. I link everything on everything. So once you find one, you'll yeah. find the rest. There we go. That's the way to be. I was a little like brain fried when I was doing my plugs because I look surprise ending. I have a new puppy and she's keeping me up at night because she does not like it when I leave her alone. I just found out today that when I went upstairs to go grab something, my mom told me that the dog started crying when I left the room. And that is that breaks my heart. But also, oh, I love her so much. I love her so much. Uh, So I'm going to go be with that puppy now. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. I said good night. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. And you love the theme song so much. Get a listen to this. It's the theme song again. (laughs) 